Alright, so I want to talk to you guys about humiliation rituals. <clears throat> when it comes to humiliation rituals, you can go through it at church, home, neighborhood, and family. But typically when we think about a humiliation ritual, if you Google it, um, you will see a lot of Hollywood execs go through humiliation rituals and people of other societies will go through humiliation rituals. And for them, the purpose of a humiliation ritual is for them to eat, to most, mostly to level up, right? Or sometimes it's punishment, okay? So you'll see like people like Cat Williams who went through humiliation ritual where he was, you know, got into a fight with the 15-year-old grown man at, you know, 30-something years old, established, trying to fight for his kids' custody, and here comes some little kids beating him up. That wasn't, in my opinion, random. That was part of a ritual he went through. Them going after his children. You know, they were really keeping their foot on Cat Williams' neck for a couple of years until he kind of calmed down. And now you see he calmed down, but he, whatever. So, anyway. so yeah, still do humiliation rituals to get people in line in the Hollywood circle. Um, you can look up, you know, they'll say men wearing dresses, white or black, is part of a humiliation ritual. It's like a, a, a badge of honor to go through. Um, to go through those type of ritualistic things because you know they say like when a man wears a dress he levels up in his career right this is in Hollywood so again their rituals either punish them or level them up and even when they go through rituals that punish that level them up they still this is all allegedly because there's no proof of this this is just people who talk this is things I research but ideally when even when they level up, they still have to pay the piper some way, somehow. Now, I don't know if they, you know, people, anyway, I don't want to get too much into what, how they figure out how and what and how they move in their situation. But I wanted to get into um, humiliation rituals on a lower level, you know, me and you type situations. How can a person who's not a part of Hollywood be in a ritual of humiliation well typically you will have to be surrounded by weirdos people who have no life people who are nosy and strange and narcissistic sociopathic because in order to play in somebody's top and play psychological games with them <clears throat> you gotta be out your mind and you gotta have no life and you gotta be a weirdo now, typically when people do these humiliation rituals on a lower level, they want to be a part of a crew. They want to be a part of something. So, like I said earlier, for us people, we might be in a job, church, you know, family, neighborhood, where there might be some people who see that talking about you gets some more attention because... Some people, you know, they need your um, essence, your energy to be in their mouths to have people 
pay attention to them. You'll find that people who utilize your name, your likeliness by humiliation rituals, you'll find that they do level up. So this is where you have a job boss that's an asshole towards you. You complain to HR, you complain to union, and you find that the job is actually promoting the person and leveling them up. Mm-hmm. And you might sit back and be like, why? And it's because the you know the demonic ass people who do this ritualistic stuff they see this the, the wicked person as value and they see you a person who's you know stating the obvious as a problem you know a lot of times when people who do ritualistic humiliation rituals like i said they want to be part of a group mm-hmm. so if you have somebody who's standing up and saying no this ain't right or you know, you stick up for yourself. That's not group effort. <clears throat> That's going against the cause. So now we're going to have to punish you. So on a job, you'll start getting workplace mobbed. You'll start getting stalked. You'll start being gang stalked at work. You'll start being messed with. You know, they'll do weird things. You know, mess with your items if you leave it behind. You know, steal your stuff. You know, mess around with things. Um... They'll start micromanaging you. They'll just make it very difficult. And you'll be at work trying to figure out why. You know, and a lot of times when they get you into these these rituals of humiliation at work, they want you to blow up. So therefore they can, you know, other coworkers are observing this too. Some are joining in, some are apathic, where they just kind of look but don't really say nothing because they don't want to be a part of it. They don't want to be in it, but they'll still, you know, be a coward and just look be, look, look at it and just, you know, keep their life going because most people don't really give a shit about other people like that. So you'll have your coworkers who will just want you, they just want you out. And then when you're out, the ones who were apathic, they stay in line. They do as told by the boss, and they do yes, sir, mister, all that stuff. You know, you won't see a peep out of certain people after you leave because you're you were sacrificed. You spoke up against the boss, and the company had to show the whole people that this is not what we're hitting for. This this happens a lot in corporate settings. So <sighs> you can get. Uh, humiliation rituals in your family okay now you might be the black sheep the scapegoat of the family and if you are you understand that you have been through a lot of humiliation a lot of pain and suffering through your family like I said people who partake in this are either apathic sociopathic or narcissistic I am not a licensed doctor I just study this stuff and I get people are sick in these last days and people who do this kind of stuff they're weird so your family will do it. You know, you'll be the black sheep of the family. Nobody likes you or no one understands you or <clears throat> you're always a problem or, you know, everybody's always coming to you with some type of drama or, you know, you're the crazy one. You're the one that's da 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 da. You're just always the one, but never the one. You're never the Neo of your family. You're the, the Joseph and they don't want to see you, um, you know, the aftermath of what Joseph happened. So when you're a part of a family steward humiliation rituals, they, just like the people I spoke about before, 
they will keep their foot on your neck. And this is how a lot of us get into generational curses because you have family who doesn't want to change and then you'll get that one family member or two because God says it'll be one or two in a family who would get it. You know, they might not be, they be rough around the edges, you know. A lot of times family, when they isolate one or two big people or, you know, every generation has that person in it. You got to look at that family member, that other family members isolate or tease or mock or, or do humiliation rituals because typically that's the one that God put the light in to take away the generational curse within the family. And some witches and warlocks in your family will look up your acoustic records and see you coming. Because remember, God says he knew us before we came on this earth. So does the prince, the people of darkness. We have a blueprint in the heavens and we have a blueprint here. Your family will look up your blueprint and try to stop your destiny. They, and I don't want to say how, but it is very possible it's only God that can get deliver you from a family that is into the dark arts and has known about you from the time you were born <clears throat> now you guys can believe me if you want this shit is real there are people out here who are in your family who you know maybe known and unknown who practice into dark arts lightly or heavy it might be something where they get fairy dust that's glitter off of Amazon and Put some, wrap it in some olive oil and a purple candle to get spiritual enlightenment. And they'll burn out on a full moon and twinkle dinkle. You know, get a little weird spirit that's it's like a pile of ants in their home. And they'd be like, why? Because you're playing around with stuff you shouldn't be playing around with. Now your mind is all confused. And you got family members that will play into those dark arts and think it's kitty catty stuff and it's not. And, you, and then that stuff can trickle down for many, many years to come. So how can they get that energy off? Well, you got to keep up the generational curse. So humiliation rituals happen. You'll get a mother or a father that does not install the child from, let's say you got a <coughs> family in 80s, born in the 70s. Then you get another generation born and born. That generation is not taught generational wealth. They're not taught um, how just to raise people correctly, discipline, biblical practices, um, law, statutes, and commandments. They're just, you know, they're going to Sunday church and they're doing their best. And in that time when you, you're not raised up, and this is a generational thing, humiliation rituals will start happening. Or you'll get a family member who is into gang violence. And the family doesn't know why. Why are they into that? Well, because you never really took the time. And now... You got your family member going through, you know, in and out of jail. <clears throat> and now everybody's looking at this person like, why, why, why? Ain't nobody trying to help this person up. So you might have a family member that's like, sorry, I have to pause real quick. But I'm just trying to start. <laughs> what's happening. You have a family member who's like uh, going in and out of prison. And like people might not understand why they're going through that. And it's because like... You set people up in families to go through humiliation rituals where you have a family member who is habitually a single mom and you get a few of those, a single mom in a family who, you know, you get the family members who are losing children and can't quite take good care of their kids or whatever, or 
you know, and it's humiliating. And it's a humiliation ritual that you can go in your family. But you can also have family members who will attack you, who will beat you up, who will shoot at you, who will take you to court and perjure themselves in the court of law just to silence you. Because, you know, a lot of times, like I say, if you're the one or two from a family, you might be bold as a lioness and you might have some kitty cats in your family who don't, who are quite not, you know, they might want to stay in the shadows and lurk around. They don't want to be bold. And so they will try to put you in your place. And then, um, I want to kind of not, I'm going to touch on this a little bit later, but you know, these type of people in your family, um, they will, those types they will try to destiny swap with you. Because remember, humiliation rituals, there is, it goes deep to why you go through these things if you went through it before. So your family could, you know, be against you so much that they just constantly have their foot on their neck. Like, um, you know, from things I observed from personal things I've been through, um, I had family members that just would not leave me alone until, you know, I had to pray and pray in faith. They had their goals about what they want to do. And, um, it, it was, it was a waste of time, but they had their goals. And so when you have someone who's gun ho about humiliating you, you know, they're going as far as, you know, for me, I'm going to get a little bit weird on y'all you can believe me if you want but mine's was definitely i believe had a, a lot to do with a lot of stuff because you know i looked at gematria behind a lot of things that i went through you know people in your family work you never know who's into these dark arts and behind the scenes they'll you know they'll try to make things move now does it work not necessarily you know a lot of times when you're going through humiliation ritual, it's 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 a party that is in control of your narrative. So you have to live above the narrative that they are saying. So let's go back to Cat Williams. He was considered a crackhead. It was crazy. He was manic, and you know he just couldn't get his life together. Cat Williams had resilience longevity and endurance to continue to live beyond the narrative and when you have been put through a humiliation ritual you have to live beyond the narrative that the ritual is putting upon you okay so let me get into this speaking of narrative things that they will do so they will verbally physically um assault you you know they'll put pressure on ridiculing you publicly okay so for me, mine was courts, police, drama. Then it just stopped. Now, because you have to live above the humiliation ritual because they can only go so far before, you know, the news starts looking into them. Our, you know, lawyers and other agencies start looking into people who take things too far because... They just, they have this thing about, 
social her uh heterosy if i'm saying the word right i'm not saying it right but they want social um ranking okay and so when you're dealing with someone who's putting you through a humiliation ritual and they want social ranking you are dealing with a grade a monster and this can happen on a lower level like let's go back to job you want this job you've been working at the job for five years someone comes in for one year they're kissing the boss's ass but you've been working here you have the talent you have the time you have the legal pressing because you know technically if you've been at a company longer than a new employee technically they have to look at you because they can get into trouble okay so you did you're looking good this person looks good too but they have less experience but they are equal in some ways because they have, you know, whatever, education, maybe, I don't know. So, um, this person decides to throw you under the bus to get the job. What do they do? They start talking about you to other co-workers. They start moving your stuff around. You know, they'll damage your car, touch your car. Um, you know, <laughs> I can give you guys a story. She got fired. I had this old lady named something, something, something. This woman, she just didn't like me. Like, you know, my job, some of my jobs, I just, people just don't like me. I don't give a fuck. As long as I can pay my bills, bitch. Okay. So, she didn't like me and she wanted to make it known. And so she made it known. She was like the big girl bully. Like, she wanted to be Regina King. Regina from uh, Mean Girls, but she was just ugly. You know, she looked like she was really just, she looked like Java Ranks, Java Java Binks, dark skin, no shade to dark skin, just bulgy eyes, lips couldn't even close when she's just sitting there. You know how people just, you know, just be standing, sitting down, their mouth open, their bottom lips open. She looked like a monkey. And she just had these locks, right? And she wanted to install these locks, but she didn't know, like, girl, when you first do your locks, you do not want to put all that oil and wax in. So she was going on YouTube from 10 years ago, looking at how to start locks with the oil and the wax, not knowing that, girl, you about to have mold, dirt, fungus, nasty stuff in your hair. Your hair ain't going to move. It ain't going to flow, girl. So I would have told her that, but, you know, she didn't like me. So I would have told her, like, girl, get your hair done. Like, if you really want to do it, do it, do it right. But she really just wanted to get on my nerves. So one day, you know, she just kept getting on my nerves. I ignore people when they really try to get on my nerves. Like, that shit is, like, hilarious to me. But she really just wanted to bother me. One day after work, I don't know how, some way, she picked up a can of dog food and she put it on my car. I ain't gonna say what I did to her because that would incriminate me. But I will say that, you know, when people, it wouldn't incriminate me, but girl, please. Like, if I'm on, man, she ain't, you know, and anyway, she got fired because she just wouldn't leave me alone. And I just had so much, she was just obsessed. So you'll get people like that when you come on a job and they'll just be like obsessed with you and they'll bring other people to not like you. And all of a sudden now you got these uh, menopausal women who are burning Palo Santos and talking about how spiritual they are and how good of a woman they are. But when they see you, they're snarling their face and um, they need to put some rose water and some oil belay on their face and get rid of that dry skin and do something about yourselves. Like these women, they were so annoying. You know, I don't even care, but I just cannot stand people who let themselves be known that they don't like me. I'm like, man, keep it to yourself. Like, 
You will never know if I don't like you. I won't even pay attention to you. That's a gag. Like, I ignore people. If I don't like you, they just do that. Learn how to do that. And people just didn't know. So anyway, these women there are like at the table just chit-chatting. Just like looking like loser bitches. Because you know, when people do that to me, you, you, you don't care how cute you look. The second you start doing some stuff like that to me, you just look like a loser-ass female. Like, nothing in me says you're that girl. Nothing in me says, like, girl, you're just really hitting on something. The second you start showing me that I intimidate you or I'm bothering you in any way, even if it's I'm, even if you think I'm lowering you and you got to let me know, like, you're you're just you're already done because, see, I ain't going to go outside and, 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 and somebody who I think is lower than me. I mean, I'm not even going to pay attention to them. I'm living my life, boo. So people do that to me. It just makes me feel better about myself. But then it's at the same time, like, girl, because I don't really be saying nothing to people when they do this stuff to me. I just be letting them do it. But I just be like, man, what's up with you? Like, because, you know, people like that, they want you to get into that humiliation ritual where now you you're going back and forth with them because it's like five against one. So now you sit up there, you know, you know, um, defending yourself and you can't because you're you're in a whole lion's den and you're the sheep. And this is where people like that, you know, they put, anyway, you put yourself in danger doing stuff like that, you know, because it's like a pressure, you know, but for me, I can take pressure, you know what I'm saying? So with that, she was fired because on top of that, she was, I ain't going to say what she was doing, but she was doing a lot, you know. Let's just say, like, she's stupid. You know, to me, like, okay, I'm going to stop, I'm stop. But if you got a whole court case and you're in a company, you got a whole court case and you went against a vulnerable person, it's like, why are you, you going to pay attention to me? Like, I'm going I'm to call you out on it. I'm going to call the union. I'm going to tell you, and you're like, hey, man, you know what? You know what they're hiding down here on the job? You're stupid. You won't even know because you're dumb. Like, come on now. Like, you, you got to hit people with the truth. A lot of times... When you go to humiliation rituals, people will hit you with a bunch of whoop whoop lamb lies. And then they hide and they, 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 they throw sneak disses at you and they think they're big dog because they, they have to go up against um, one person against many. And they think because they won in their minds, but God sees all things um, that they that they're big pressure and they're just not. Because if I had the backings of, you know, this and that, can I say it was really me or was it just you know, the prior, the power behind me. And that's cool and all, but to me, I think it's more sexier when you're a lone wolf. I don't know. It's just me. That's just me. I don't know. Cause you know, you have a whole army of people coming up against you, you know, who's, who's, they're all non-player characters. They're all, they're all yes mans. They, they all can't stand on their own two feet. You know what I'm saying? That's what people who do rituals against you because they got to take care of the social rankings that they want so they gotta come at you in group settings when they do this this is why with britney spears she was humiliated through the paparazzi her family and tmz was tmz is obsessed with britney spears like they're obsessed with her i bet you tmz has more stories on britney spears than they do of michael jackson or as as the same and i'm not joking they are hired by Britney Spears' family to, to ruin that woman because she just knew too much. And allegedly, that's not even a real her on TV. Like, I don't know. We, we just don't know. But 
yeah, you got they got group up and stuff. So the reason why is to let me get down to there is to destroy your destiny. Okay, they will do this on a lower level again. They will destroy your destiny. If you have a family that sees that you have something different about yourself, because trust and believe, your family knows you're different. They know you're the star of the family. And so they will come behind you and pressure you. They will put things, you'll go through unnecessary trials and tribulations from your family just to stagnate you. And I have had, seen it with my own eyes where you'll have mediocre family members who, you know, have the accolades and, you know, I wouldn't say popularity, popularity, but they don't have nothing to offer society. Like they're just, they're just there. They're liars, they're thieves, they're deceivers. They perjure themselves in the court of law. I mean, like, what do you really have to offer the world? You know, you bully people. Um, you have to clink up to feel like you're better than anybody. You can't stand on your own two feet. You can never do things on your own. You know, you have to sneak around and plot and scheme. At the end of the day, like, you're a weirdo. And you'll have family members that will do that stuff to you just to see you fail. And they're still in the same spot. You have them, you know, still taking A1C test and checking their diabetes and can't even walk a down a flight of a uh, walk a block. But yet they are all up in your pussy trying to see what you got going on in your life and trying to ruin your life. But they can't even walk down a city block. And that's crazy to me. No shade. But this is what these people will do. They'll be all up in your business. I went off and I might buy a yeah, they will really be like that. They will really, really just not mind their business when they have you in humiliation ritual. But while you're going through the humiliation, maybe you get falsely accused of something. You have to do jail time. You will find that the people who put you through that, they will, while you are suffering, going through the healing process of their betrayal, in a humiliation ritual, you will find that they will take that time to level up. Now, as you get out of the process of realizing that you were preyed upon by whatever group setting I'm talking about, you'll look back on the people who did it and you'll find that they had all these hobbies, all these business ideas, all these goals, fitness goals, uh, marriage goals, look goals, surgery goals, car goals, house goals, whatever, just goals. And you'll see them executing their goals while simultaneously stumping down on you. And that's because they're trying to destiny swamp through the ritual. If you were to take your life or if you were to spaz out in such a way that they can gather as much attention as possible, where everybody looks at them as a victim, you will find that this person will take that energy and start leveling up. You'll find that you're tired, haggard. You are, your brain's foggy. You can't really, you don't see a goal. You don't see a distant destination from you. And it's because these people have momentarily destiny swapped. The only time you can purely destiny swap with someone, in my opinion, I have no proof of anything I'm talking about, but this is just things I've observed with these people, is that the person will have to die. So you think about a Michael Jackson, a, uh, um, um, Whitney Houston, um, 
Bob Marley, just those people who are dynamic. Their money was stolen, and you'll see other artists taking a little bits and pieces of what that artist was, and they'll say, oh, it's just imitation, it's flattery. No, this is ceremony that happens when, you know, these people who pass away and people try to take their destiny, take their light, and take their like, you know, take their likeliness that's left on this earth and their property and money. Okay, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's a destiny swamp. So we can go through that, too. You can go through that. You can have somebody around you who sees something in you and they want to be you. They want to be you and, and they don't think you're good enough to be yourself. So they will try to, mon like, you know, lower who you are and have other people, you know, start mocking you and lowering you and making you feel like you're nothing and that's because the person who saw something in you, you'll find that, you'll look behind yourself and you'll see, wait a minute, I wear glasses, this person has 20-20 vision, this literally happened to me. Somebody I knew had 20-20 vision, sit down and relax while I tell you this. Someone I knew had 20-20 vision, I do not, okay, I have, I have eyes, okay, my eyes, I ain't blind, but I got things, you know, I got things going on in my eyes so I have to legally I'm legally blind like I gotta wear my glasses when I drive y'all like I don't know why people want to wear glasses all the time it's annoying because you know sometimes you want to put on some eyeliner and some stuff you want to have those sultry eyes and you can't really do that like I got if I really want to take a bomb picture I'm most likely blind in that picture because I don't wear contacts so come on now I'm not blind but I'm just saying like let me get back to it this girl had 20-20 vision when she was hanging around me Okay, one thing she tried to emulate was glasses. So she went to the dollar store, y'all. And she went to the dollar store and she got herself some glasses, okay? She got herself some glasses from the dollar store. My glasses cost over $200 each pair, okay? Depending on the transition and what I want, tint, all that. Or just the frame, you know, it's not expensive. It's, you know, and that's just because I was, I can get cheaper glasses from Zoomies or whatever it's called. But, you know, always my first pair when I get a new trans. Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about this, y'all. But I wear glasses, y'all. So when I see someone going to a dollar store and picking up a glasses from the dollar store, I'm like, you're, what are you doing? Now, of course, people wear fashion glasses. They'll buy glasses for fashion to look like a nerd or match with their outfit. But I'm talking about someone who's actually wearing glasses and portraying themselves to need them. There's something wrong with your head. You're not, they're not wearing it because, you know, because if you, if you, you know, there's reading glasses, I get it, but even then, you know, if you're needing to do anything to fix your vision, you need to go to a doctor and see what's up with your eyes. So I'm just, I don't know, <laughs> I might be looking too much into it, but that was one little thing I've noticed, was like, girl, you don't need no glasses. Second thing was, this is somebody who tried a destiny swap with me, and then she even put curses on me, like she tried to tell me what disease I had, she kept saying I had heart disease. Well, I was telling her, like, girl, my stomach hurts. She's like, it could be heart disease. And she was all gums, no teeth. Basically, little tiny teeth and all gums. So as she's saying, you could have heart disease, she's smiling. And I'm like, girl, hmm, you're an idiot. She's a, She was an idiot. But she, you know, when people are around you and they want to, you know, put you through humiliation rituals. And I can tell you with that girl, she was behind my back plotting on me so heavy. And this, and I'm going to go into my next subject of where you go into humiliation rituals. And this is like the last one because I'm about to run out of time. But this girl, she really tried it. 
And so, you know, I had my family issues and, you know, was always healing from it. Healing is a linear thing when you are a scapegoat in any type of situation. You're always healing. So I buy books and I observe people. And I know when someone's loved by their family. I know when someone's a narcissist of their family. Typically, narcissists of their family, you'll hear them saying, I hate my family. I hate them. They get on my nerves. But then you look at their family and you're just an observer looking in. You're watching them. Just not even when they're not, you know, people don't even know when I'm looking at them when I'm around them. Just even people, little small, micro, small things. And I knew her family did not not f with her like she had a tight-knit family so i was trying to understand why was she pretending to be an abused victim in her family and it was because she was going when i was out the picture and she wanted my life she wanted to emulate certain parts of me so maybe in her sick weird demented mind the when i wear my wearing glasses makes me seem a certain way and one thing i'll say about her and anybody who's destiny swamper is they always make themselves seem better than what they are in front of you. So with her, this girl was bragging about all the accolades, all the things she did 10 years ago. And the reason why is because when you have people who are bragging about things they did in the past years ago, you didn't even ask. It's because they're trying to bring up that feeling of life when they were somebody and you being around them makes them remember they were somebody. So now they want to take that essence where you're at because remember, where you're at when someone wants to destiny swamp with you is where they used to be or where they want to be. So when someone's bringing up their past about their glory days, it's not and it's not out of reminiscence or trying. It's because you bring a presence in them that makes them feel like they want that newness. So they will take your energy by having by having negativity brought on you and everybody's looking at you like you're the bad person and they're having you get into situations where you shouldn't be into or they're setting you up. Cause let me tell you, this woman set me up. She tried sex, set me up sexually, drug wise, you know, a lot of ways, you know. And so, when they try to set you up like that, um, you gotta be very careful with people like that because they're trying to take your inner power. If you're low, they go higher. So, like I said, so let me get into rituals in the church now. Of course, I'm trying not to get triggered. <laughs> So this one right here is a whoopery whoppery scoopity do for me because um, I've been into conspiracies for many, 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 I mean, 10 plus years. I mean, you're talking when I was in my 20s, I used to look in the sky and see UAPs and nobody believed in that shit. So I had to sit on that by myself for years. UFOs, spirits, demons, God, all of it I experienced in my life. So when it comes to spirituality in God, I have a belief in the most high and his son that no one can ever take away. But when it comes to churches and they do humiliation rituals, their main goal is to take your eternal life. Okay. They want to take your soul, which is your physical self. So how do they do that? Well, if you're a child in a church, they will groom you. And you'll find that certain churches participate, of course, in pedophilia. And you will find a list of lawyers in your local city and state that hire attorneys just to handle churches. You will find that church members will put you through humiliation rituals and they will control the narrative, control everything, and then say, God did it. 
So you will find that these church people will see a child get raped and say, well, God saw it in their light. He knew from the time they were born that they were going to get raped. And I know the brother who raped them, but because no weapon formed against me shall prosper, the weapon prospered on them because they didn't keep the commandments at 12 years old and they got raped. You will find church members who will condone bad behavior through religious dogmatic thinking. They have no um, morals, real morals. Their morals stem on their righteous judgment. You know, church members who will put you through humiliation rituals, they will make the kingdom of heaven in their church. So they are the gods, they are the angels, they are Jesus, and they are everything. And so you will find again, like I want to reiterate this, there are churches out there who hide child rape, who hide murderers, who hide sodomizing, I guess. They hide a lot of stuff, modern laundering, Rico, uh, adultery left and right. You'll have a preacher out there committing adultery with women off of IG and Facebook. And then be at home with their weird face wife pretending and shucking and jiving and then pointing the finger at everybody who they can see the damage in their life. But they hide behind the pulpit and they create humiliation rituals for members. Now, I'm going to go over some small ones. You can go over one. Like I said, a church can know that you've been raped and they can keep it a secret. And you could have hundreds, if not thousands of them know, and they would keep it a secret and say it was God. Now, why? Because you might be a sacrifice for a whole church. You know, let's say you're a Jehovah Witness. The elder in the church messed with you and the other elders know and they kept it in-house. Now, other people who are part of that same organization will see what you went through. And they'll see, oh, well, they didn't really help you. And they moved in a weird way. So it kind of creates fear in other members like, hey, you don't want to be like that guy or that girl. So they will put you through humiliation rituals to control the rest of the flock. Okay. Another humiliation ritual, you know, in the church that they will do, like I said, they play judge, executioner, lawyer, prosecutor, angel, judge, God. Jesus, they're everything in the church. You you have no rights. So if you're going through a humiliation ritual, um, you might be a sister in the church and the pastor is a whoremonger. And he can't seem to quite keep his hands off of Instagram and off the of clubhouse and off of Facebook. And he just can't keep his wee-wee in his pants. And so you have this member, yeah, he has his church and he has like over 200 members and, you know, maybe 50 of them are women. 20, 10 of them he might be trying to get with on the low. And his wife is up there in the pulpit just smiling left and right saying she got herself a good man, Savannah. And you and other sisters and other sisters hearing about all over the globe. Y'all are going through humiliation ritual because there are pastors out here who have gotten women pregnant at the same time. Okay. So pastors will put you through humiliation rituals by making you the second lady of the house, third, fourth, fifth, while you in the house with all of them. 
Now, some people say, well, men can have multiple wives, but typically pastors are not supposed to, I thought. And then secondly, um, you know, typically men who want multiple wives, they don't have the mental to do it. And then they're horse. They just want, they want ample amount of vagina because they don't really have the maturity to withstand two women, let alone three, four, five, because why? What's wrong with just having one person and thugging it out in the end times? Like, why you got to bring all the extra bodies? And it's because, in my opinion, when the pastor puts multiple women through that situation, then he's got a, a, a whole deck of women hurt in the distant from his whoremonger ways is humiliation you know pastors you know you gotta think about it i'm gonna go weird but part of humiliation ritual being you know the pastor's mistress second first fifth lady in the house is that he's also doing sex magic so he's so tying women in his congregation and he's sex magicing them. So I saw a video recently on TikTok where this pregnant mistress came in to the church and she was like, I'm pregnant. Use the father. And he was like, go, go, get it, get, get out here, get out. You know how those coward ass men. When they're by their wives, they all of a sudden they are just noble and great. They got the double cup rings on. They got the double cupped. They're double cuffed. They got the ring on the left and the right. Ooh. Ooh. All right, they're showing out. Got the wife by the side, and next minute, next clip you see is the wife up there talking about my husband's a great man, Savannah. We all get weak amongst the Lord, and we all have our problems. Girl, you about to be, your problem's going to be 18 years. 18 years. Girl, and I bet you that wife is going to be so messy, she's going to put that mistress through hell if they don't do it right. And then even if you kept your husband, man, dudes like that, they ain't never going to keep their woo-woo. And, you know, and I ain't knocking that woman for staying with her husband. I'm just saying, like, let that man, you know, you know, you can stand by your husband. But, yo, if he's doing a woman dirty just to stay with you, he's going to do you the same way. Or he's going to continue because now he knows what the president's like. All right, my wife, she's going to stay right here regardless. I'm going to do every woman dirty that comes into my life as a preacher because I can't. Because they're whores. And we're both whores together. And so these men will put a woman through humiliation rituals in their churches. Okay? This is why you got to stay away from those pastors. They be having kids left and right. PK kids are dangerous too. They be monsters out there. They be putting little church girls through humiliation rituals and boys. They be getting away with all sorts to let their father be a mason and, and they're part of a little masonic club and they're in their in a church. Come on now, you come in there as a, a flock of uh, of a new dove, a, a sheep. You go in there amongst the wolves. You go in there. Mm-mm. So yeah, that's what they'll do. Humiliation. They'll have you know. And, and what's that like? You know, you sit in a church and everybody knows everything about you know. Every you know, we got women sharing one man, and he's up there acting like he's a faithful husband. And you know, these women, you see it all the time, all over there. So another humiliation ritual. And this again, I only brought that up because I saw it on TikTok, and I was just like, yo, that lady. 
uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know how it feels to have a husband that you've been married to for 20 years and he has a baby on you and the girl comes in and she's big pregnant and you standing next to him. That's cool and everything, but that's a whole life. And, you know, sometimes I don't know. I just I don't know. That's that's a maturity level. That's good for her. But. Uh, so, yes, that's humiliation ritual for the wife, too. Now, everybody knows her husband's her husband. Somebody they, they, they can hop on if they want to. It's just the right one. So um, humiliation rituals that can happen in churches is, you know, gossip. Gossip can happen. You know, when gossiping is happening in churches, that could be part of a humiliation ritual where you can't get it quite right with nowhere you go in this church. You have a bad reputation amongst the church members and you might not know why or you might know why typically uh, when you have a church saying oh something wrong with you you need jesus you know something wrong with you you need, you need to get the holy water you need to get baptized by god and the holy spirit you know they'd be like something wrong with you you know you, your spirit ain't right you know they're putting word curses on you and you best believe a year later your spirit ain't gonna be right something's gonna be off with you because they're putting you through a humiliation ritual they're telling you what they're about to do before they do it so sometimes if you go to a church and they're like you got a bad reputation you don't got no reputation you don't be you be mind your business you a loner you stay to yourself you go to work at home you just you know people might have talked about you but you be like what reputation do i have and they don't want to tell you because about a year later you're gonna figure out why you got a bad reputation because they plan shit out when they're doing a ritual on you and the main goal, like I said, is to kill you, to have you get off. Like some of these, I'm not saying with churches, but certain places like family, loved ones, they can put life insurance policies on you. They can make your life such a living hell that and it costs so much psychological murder that you end up hurting yourself. And they'll put insurance policies on you, okay, in hopes that you do the job for them okay and this can happen anywhere this happens with celebrities you know they say celebrities have insurance policies on them like I heard Tina Turner I think they said that her both of her legs were insured for a million dollars each you can look that up so imagine like what the record labels have on those artists and if, if Tina Turner insured her legs for a million dollars and that's off of her own Signage. Imagine the, the record labels who have to book the tours and take care of the planes and all the legalities and the court documentations that they got to sign. Because anytime probably an artist goes into a plane, the the, 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 the record label's handling and if something, the plane crashes, the record label's going to have to take care of the damages from the plane and everything. And they're going to have to be investigation. So think, you know, insurance policies have to be signed in organizations but imagine you you're in a part of something and you 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 have a whole insurance plan on you and you didn't know and you have people trying to psychologically break you down and it's you know some people might hear about it they might hear like hey you get 20,000 if you you know dip in real quick and you know do this and that to this person and that could be a part of a humiliation ritual like People will set you up too to humiliate you. I know I'm all over the place, y'all. But they will set you up. A humiliation ritual can happen in a relationship. Okay? You might meet somebody and, you know, 
that person might be sent to you. That might not be somebody you just bumped into on a on a whim. No, that person could be sent to you by those who are in cahoots with your rituals that are going on with you too. So um, what happens is if you're in a relationship is humiliation ritual, you're going to be in, uh, you know, you might've been doing well and all of a sudden you might meet something. This doesn't happen all the time. This only happens to people who, and it is rare. I think if you get tied up in the wrong person and a person wants to, they no longer have access to you. So they will send someone that knows of you to you. And I, this happens. You see it in movies. You see it. People plot all the time. Like I remember this one girl who was murdered. Um, she was from Seattle and she went to Vegas to do some stupid stuff. She went to go, you know, prostitute herself with her friend and her friend and her boyfriend set her up because she snitched on the boyfriend. And so they were like, Hey, we got this trick for you. He's going to pay you X, Y, and Z. And then she had, the, the best friend had her boyfriend pick up the girl who got murdered and they ended up the guy who was supposed to be the trick and the best friend ended up mur best friend's boyfriend ended up murdering the snitch the girl and you know people set you up you, you'd be like thinking oh, I'm about to I would never do that but you know somebody might be thinking I'm about to go on a date I'm about to meet a fabulous woman or man and then that person was really sent to cause you humiliation to um you know, sometimes, you know, they might send a prototype, something that you really like, you know what I'm saying? It, it happens. There are people in Hollywood, there's power bottoms. There are men in Hollywood who are basically there for the download men who don't want to quite come out, but they are like groomed for those men to be like their boyfriend. Y'all can believe me if you want. I don't know the dude's name, but, you know, I ain't going to say. You can look up Shay, 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 O'Shea, whatever his name is. Google him basketball courtside with that pretty little. He ain't pretty, but, you know, they, they, they got these little. They got people. They, they'll hook you up with people unbeknownst to you. You know, they, you know, in Hollywood, they do um, allegedly they'll, you know, they'll max mix, you know, match up with other people for you, like. So you're on a lower level, somebody who doesn't mess with you, they might send you a whole demon. Might be everything you like, but everything bad about them. You'd be, you'd be having them in your bed, in your home the whole time. They're there to gather intel and to humiliate you, to, 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 to cause more damage to you um, through, you know, DV or through anything that they decide to do while they have the time in your life okay so there are people who put you humiliation rituals through relationships like that like you'll have a family member that will hook you up with someone they know has a bad you know history with violence and breaking in and gun violence and you know lots of federal charges and they won't tell you that and they'll hook you up saying, hey, this is a really good guy. And you all saying you whoops upside your head. You're like, why did you hook me up with them? Well, I, I just, you're just so desperate. You know, you'd be like, what the hell? So, yeah, that's it, y'all. Um, let me see what else I wrote down here.
So, yeah, in your neighborhood, it can happen too. Um, you have neighbors that just constantly, uh, you know, when you get outside, sometimes they're out there and they're just teasing you and mocking you. And, you know, people. I don't want to go into the neighborhood one because I really don't. I didn't write too much notes on that, but it can happen where you're in a neighborhood and um, there's a group of people there who just don't like you. And every time you come outside, they're by their car, or they're outside. You know, they make their presence known. That's not really necessary humiliation ritual, but um, how it turns into a ritual is where it becomes a hobbit. Where every time you come outside, that's happening. And now you might take notice and you might say something, you might not say nothing, right? But now whatever actions you do, now it could birth a humiliation ritual because if someone is trying to intimidate or just get your attention by constantly you know, looking your way or making themselves known when you leave your home, you know, eventually you're going to pay attention to that. Maybe. Um... A humiliation ritual in a neighborhood would be you'll get one neighbor who just doesn't like you and then now they telling every other neighbor about you and now you're going to your neighborhood store and people are not like and it just happens like people just talk and they continue to talk and like I said in the beginning it's all about social ranking you know when you go through humiliation ritual those who are participating in it they are trying to get some form of social ranking May it be small to big. Um, for me, those who put me through humiliation rituals, when I, I can see like, um, I won't say nothing, but those who put me through those humiliation rituals, they definitely try to show themselves, you know, leveling up after hurting me or knowing what they did or knowing what happened or whatever, whatever. You know, a lot of them try to show that their lives were, you know, doing greater. You know, it's a, I'm a non-factor to them after trying to destroy me. And that within itself leads into another thing is, like, their main goal, again, is to do a lot. You know, when you go through humiliation ritual, it is not easy. When God says to endure through the end and you go through humiliation ritual unbeknownst to you are known to you it's not for the state of hearts you know and I'm talking about super natural ritualistic things that when you think damn man did this really just happen did this person really just do what they just did to me and da 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 and, and it's nothing like I'm not talking about something small I'm talking about big stuff when you go through humiliation rituals it's back to back to back it's not just one thing. It's a, it's a back to back to back to back to back to back to back situation where you're you're gonna know that there's some type of entity tied to what you're going through. You're gonna know because you're gonna feel I can't get up. I can't quite make it out of this. I can't quite. You're gonna feel like your head and your body and your life is underwater. You're not gonna feel no way out when you're going through humiliation ritual. You're, you're going to, you know, if you're not strong, it could break you because, you know, if they go for your reputation, your reputation, okay, God says to guard it and it's the most important thing. Now, 
The reason why is because it's your soul. You know, your reputation is tied to your physical vessel. But your reputation amongst men is not tied to your spirit. So regardless of what someone feels and thinks about you, your reputation might be amongst men. Shit. You must always focus on your reputation with God and his son. So the reason why humiliation rituals, you know, when they go for your reputation is because they're trying to, again, cipher and kill your soul, kill the inner beast, inner person in you, the inner spirit. They're trying to kill that. So the best way to kill it is to go after the soul, you know, stamp the soul with scars and pus and nastiness and throw some fecal matter and slugs and slime all over that person's name. So when people look at them, they don't even see a person no more. They see a monster. And once you feel like you're a monster, um, because your reputation has been rust up, you 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 don't want to live. You don't want to live. Some people can't live through their reputation. Some people can't live through you know people talking about them being the subject of the conversation. So they want you to kill your soul, and then boom, now they win because your reputation now amongst men. You can't repent if you do anything that's against what you are not supposed to do to yourself. So I'm telling y'all, these are the goals of people who put you through rituals is to harvest energy, sacrifice you, punish you, level you up. That's it. And it can happen in any walk of life, but typically it happens in celebrities, but like I said, you can go through a church that knows things and they decide to keep it quiet. And, you know, now everybody has to go through that humiliation ritual because now you're protecting your predator. When you protect the predator, you know, the energy of that other predators will know, okay, this is a safe place for me. Now it becomes a ritual, a humiliation ritual for other little girls or boys to come in. This is why, you know, the Catholic Ideally, the Catholic Church is that they have surplus at least five lawsuits a year sometimes on them. Why? Because that's a comfortable space for a predator and sacrificial ritualistic things will happen in those types of environments and churches that hide those things. Not a lot, but in certain churches, okay? So, um, anyway, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed.